Relax. You're quite safe here. <laughs> Good evening, and welcome to Rock Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, whether you're doing it at cnjradio.com or you're subscribed and leaving a star rating and review on iTunes and never missing one single episode. Thank you especially everybody who does that. We are in part four of four of our special, special tribute to the greatest artist of my lifetime, Prince. Part four, I've been really looking forward to doing this particular part here because I feel like this is proof positive that Prince was doing his best stuff in the last part of his lifetime. You know, you could argue that the initial run in the 80s is his best stuff, and it's hard for me to argue that, but I will say at least that the stuff he did in this last chapter of his life uh, was as good, if not sometimes better, than that stuff in the 80s. And I'm not hating on that 80s stuff, once again. But this is the one I've been looking forward to playing, especially... Uh, for the rock guys out there, you know, like I said, I conceived this special for the fans, but also really, uh, you know, for the for the non-fans. And there's some people out there, I even saw comments after his passing saying that he was such a good guitar player, why didn't he do more guitar stuff? Well, it, he did, you just didn't dig deep enough, apparently. And this particular part of the special, I think you're going to really be impressed with. So let's just kick things off here. In 2006, he put a record out called 3121, and once again, it's a popular and just uh, accepted fact of revisionist history that Prince never had another hit or hit album after the early 90s. It's not true. 2006, 3121 debuts at number one on the Billboard chart. It was his first debut at number one since the Batman soundtrack in 1989. I remember when this happened. I was so happy. I thought maybe popular culture might be hitting a turning point for the better. Unfortunately, it was not to be as far as, you know, mainstream music in America goes, but I, I definitely had high hopes that week whenever Prince was at the top of the charts yet again, the way it should have always been. But uh, 3121, much like musicology for me, and even the follow-up, Planet Earth, they're, they're kind of half-and-half half records for me. Personally, the, the half of them that is good is very good and the other half uh, you know sometimes I skip them to be honest but it's not me bagging on the music or the man himself that's just my opinion one of the massive standouts here on 3121 and there's a f uh, quite a few stellar songs on it but I like this one a lot and I figured it's apropos to kick off the last part of our Prince tribute from 3121 this is Fury
off the last part part four of our special prince tribute in appropriate fashion that is definitely a good musical tone to set for this particular part you're going to get more of that kind of style and even better honestly but great track there fury from 3121 a standout track and with that we're moving on to 2007 the album planet earth very similar in style and tone to 3121 and you know they were Pretty much a year apart from each other, so I guess that's no surprise. Uh, sometimes he would do that. Uh, back-to-back albums would sound very similar to each other, and there's nothing wrong with that. Some of the greatest artists of all time would do that, so we can allow Prince that, right? Yes, okay. And this is not something I've done too much on any of these parts, if, if at all. But I'm actually going to go with the lead-off single from Planet Earth, because... You know, I feel like enough people haven't heard this song. It's one of my all-time favorite songs that he's ever done. It's just, it's simple, it rocks, I love the lyrics, it's, it's just greatness. So here you go, from Planet Earth, this is Prince and Guitar.
like I love my guitar. There you go. That's one of my all-time favorite recorded moments in the man's entire career is right there when they're building up to the final guitar solo and they just keep teasing it, the drum kick, you know, the drum downbeat and then it finally builds up to I love you baby, you know the rest and he just rips it on the guitar. Love that. So freaking cool. That might be in my top 5 favorite Prince songs ever. So there you go. Guitar from Planet Earth. Whew. Great stuff there. Moving on here to 2009. Uh, two years after Planet Earth, but there was actually a release between that. Uh, especially the last few years, you could find this pretty well in bookstores. And if you didn't pick it up, and there were plenty of opportunities. I remember seeing it like even clearanced after a while, discounted. Indigo Nights, which on the surface looks like a massive coffee table book for Prince. And it was. But if you didn't pick it up and, and open it, you got a, an entire free live album from Indigo Nights 
from his run in Europe there. And man, great live album. Matter of fact, uh, maybe maybe I'll uh, throw something in from that. Uh, maybe at the very end is kind of like an encore type thing. So uh, stick around on this particular episode. Uh, but getting over there to 2009, this release that was actually a trend that was going on with heritage artists where they would sell the record to a big chain and not have to worry about selling their copies because they've already all been paid for and sold. So Prince was no exception, joining the likes of Kiss and Journey and people like that that would do it later uh, with uh, Lotus Flower and MPL Sound. And I believe like this set particular is, is a response to people that say and criticize him for saying, why doesn't he make the records he used to make? Why don't they sound like they used to sound? Well, in this two album set, which it did come with a third disc, which featured his protege there, Bria Valente, uh, you know, it's called Elixir. It was basically a free bonus with those two records to get her over. You know, I understand the promotion there, but these two records, Lotus Flower and MPL Sound. Lotus Flower is definitely a guitar-oriented, a rock-driven album. And MPL Sound is basically an old-school 80s funk, rock, and soul party record. Much like in the vein of 1999, I can't really compare it to any other album that he's put out besides that. Maybe a little bit of Parade. But these are the records that people complained that they wanted, and they got, but I guess they just never noticed that they came out. But it's a shame. These are some of his better albums ever. And since it is just one physical release, and uh, I'm going to let the music do the talking, we're going to do a, a twofer here. One each from Lotus Flower and MPL Sound. And I'm going to kick off this set with Wall of Berlin from Lotus Flower. Baby. It's like the Queen of Sheba on Alien Dream The 
marks on the table say somewhere in between Not one for rituals, but one thing I found Everything's better when you come around Take it down, like the water But then I come around, about a quarter to ten We just met, uh, oh, at least we pretend It's so fresh, knocking down the water balloon
candy for you and of course that would be the number four of course it is and and just the letter u but yeah that was from the record mpl sound part of that set that includes lotus flower as well and prior to that you did hear wall of berlin from lotus flower this is a highly recommended release for me easily making it in the top picks of prince's overall entire catalog Looking forward to the fact that I heard recently there's going to be a vinyl release for those two albums, I think in the same set, so that'll be awesome. I will be buying that first day for sure. So go check those records out. Still sound great, as is pretty much all of his stuff, so timeless. And it looks like he's getting into that modern yet retro sound, which I really dig. A lot of modern bands really climbed onto that kind of a, a style and I, I dig it and I'm glad that Prince went this route in the last part of his career because it really suits him and it just sounds so freaking cool especially when he does it the album 2010 that you know came out in 2010 that's a little redundant but this was an album that I wasn't able to hear upon initial release it only came out uh, in some European Rolling Stone magazines <laughs> this was a stunt that he had done previously and with the attention that it got him, it definitely was a good investment for him. 2010, man, I, I still don't understand why we never got this album in America. It's crazy. This is one of his best albums ever. Uh, 2010 is amazing. And uh, the track I'm going to play for, I've been playing a lot of rock-centric stuff here on this special. And, and this one does have some rock elements to it. But this one is so retro. This is just like Prince going back into the time machine. And I just really dig this song, so let me know what you think about it as well. From 2010, this is Beginning Endlessly. The bird feed honey, just tell me your name. You won't have it long if I get my way in this game. My reputation precedes me, call it claim to fame. They know me around the world, you want me just the same. Why should you be satisfied with just heaven and earth? When you look around, there's so much more to the universe. 
Maybe every shining star is just another part If you and I could ever open up our dirty hearts oh. Open up And chemicals of space You carry within your womb That's how we got to this place This might seem a bit serious But if it turned you on Come with me now, let's get nice Till serious is gone Why should you be satisfied With just heaven and earth When if you look around There's so much more to the universe Maybe every shining star is just another part You and I could ever open up our dirty hearts oh. Come on mm. Good night Love is much too small a word for what you feel for me If you ever let me explore your anatomy
beginning endlessly there from 2010 and that is such a cool freaking record man and i do like to preach buy the physical product buy the original thing because you will appreciate it more but when it comes to a guy like prince and him making his albums not so widely available i feel like that record is so good you should really just listen to it by any means necessary if that album ever gets officially released out here, I will be the first one to buy it because I love it that much, and you should as well. So, there you go. A little disclaimer for your potential illegal activities. And uh, moving on here, man, it would take four years for the man to record more material. I mean, obviously I'm sure he was recording between now and then, but as far as releases go... It was just like the quietest period ever for him, which was a shame because he was on such a roll, and I was really worried that when he finally came back, if he ever did, that there would be some sort of drop-off because I, I was I felt like he was really hitting his stride after Lotus Flower and MPL Sound, and out of nowhere, he is made up and re-signed with Warner Brothers. It was like uh, truly hell freezing over. Not only had he made up and re-signed with them, but they were going to do some business together, roll out this whole reissue series, and on top of that, and the best news of all, two new Prince albums in the same year. In 2014, we get Artificial Age and Plectrum Electrum. These two albums are so different from each other yet I feel like they're two of the best albums that Prince ever did. It would be hard for me to make a master list where I rank all of his albums and not put these two albums in the top five. They're that good. Artificial Age is like a science fiction novel uh, thrown together in a R&B funk record. It's, it's crazy. It's a great record though. It's so super listenable. And even when I heard it the first time, I don't even know if I got it. But the, the re-listens have, have really paid off. And I really, truly feel like it's one of his best albums ever. And then on the other side of the spectrum, we got Plectrum Electrum, which features Third Eye Girl as his backing band. And man, just... <laughs> it's like, where have they been all of his life? And this is the album that rock and roll fans have been waiting for. And sadly enough, I feel like most people don't even know this album exists. This is one of his best albums of all time. And it's, you know, man, I just, I can't say enough about Plectrum Electrum and Artificial Ages. They're truly great albums. Those I, I have to recommend almost more than anything on this special, especially for albums you may not have heard before. I'm sure you own 1999 and Purple Rain, but you should own these records equally. And I, I think just, I'm going to do another twofer. Also, yes, I am limited for time today, personally. But, you know, I just, I just want to keep the music rolling, to be honest with you. I could do this all day. So, kicking off another twofer here on part four. Starting with Artificial Age, this is Funkin' Roll. <laughs>
we meet at last Middle of the hill, never mind the past Only way to get you where you never been Let's party like you ain't gonna party again Let's roll Let's roll Yeah. 
Another Love, a standout track from the Plectrum Electrum record. That's actually the poppiest thing on that record. The rest of the album leans quite a bit in more of an organic hard rock vein. It's truly the most live sounding album he ever put out. It just sounds like they're doing it in a room, just, you know, live, and that's it. And 
one of those things that we waited a long time for that kind of a record from him. And it's so listenable and so good. As well as Artificial Age. And that song, Funk and Roll, that I played prior to that from Artificial Age, that song also appears on Plectrum Electrum. However, in a completely different kind of version, the Funk and Roll on Plectrum Electrum is more rock and roll based. And then the one on Artificial Age is more of a futuristic R&B party track. But, man, equally great. So go get those records. If you buy any other Prince album because of this particular special, it should be those two albums. And we're getting towards the tail end of our massive Part 4 tribute to the man. And much like, I, I didn't even realize this, much like these other two releases that I just talked about, where it was Lotus Flower MPL Sound together, Artificial Age, and Plectrum Electrum together. Lo and behold, the last two physical albums that came out in Prince's lifetime were basically companion pieces. You got Hit and Run, Phase 1 and 2. And for you longtime friends of the show, I talked about Hit and Run Phase 1 uh, when it came out last year. And I've been talking about every Prince release since this show. So, just in case there's anybody out there who is being very cynical towards my approach to this special, I am a lifelong fan and a continued supporter of Prince. And it was really heartbreaking when I found out that both Hit and Run records initially were only being streamed on this particular streaming service, which I'm not a fan of, and it's terrible, and I won't name names, but... I was just so bummed out, especially thinking it did not appear that there were going to be physical releases to Hit and Run Phase 1 and 2. So I, I was really upset about that. Thankfully, somebody came around and, and said, we're going to put out physical albums. So I actually waited. I could have listened to these albums a long time ago prior to them being in my hand. But I waited because that's just how I am. I know that that's not very modern, but that is the way I am. It's got to be in my hands and I got to be listening to it on the headphones, top to bottom, undisturbed. And I really, really enjoyed a lot of Hit and Run, Phase 1 and 2. Upon initial listens and a few repeated ones since then, I don't love them as much as Artificial Age and Plectrum Electrum, and that's, that's tough company to compete with. But that being said, I think these albums are super listenable and super cool. I didn't have this initially planned, but I feel like we should just do another twofer and continue to let the music do the talking. And plus, Hit and Run Phase 1 and 2, you can't get more companion sounding than that. And I really enjoy these two tracks. These are my two favorite songs off of each individual release here. So starting off for Hit and Run Phase 1, this is Hard Rock Lover. Nothing for the record And nothing to condemn I was in between this waking life And R.E.M. But you walked into the party And dared me to live up to her dreams We about to get it started Turn my guitar up So I can make this woman This 
check your cell phone Red Bull and Patron Ain't no rapper trying to be a singer I'm gonna make a moan Shot day and baby face R&B ain't got no place But you put some hard rock on You better cover your ears Cause you're about to hear a woman just
loves to love. I'm your driver, you're my screw. I'm your driver, you're my screw. I'm your driver, you're my screw. I'm your driver, you're my run phase two that was screwdriver from his last released album in his lifetime really enjoy that song screwdriver there's some great stuff on hit run phase two i think overall if you're gonna pick one of the two i would say go with hit and run phase two there's some cool stuff on phase one but i feel like phase two is a little more consistent i liked more songs on it i mean as simple as that there's some cool songs on there baltimore is great rock and roll love affair is great extra lovable is great a lot of callbacks to vintage material and i think it's just overall a better album so if you're going to go that route i'd say get a hit and run phase two but i i'm really of the opinion just get them all go on go on this massive journey of prince it's a super rewarding musical experience the highs the lows the tangents if you will and any great artist will send you on an unforgettable journey Prince was no exception. There's been very few artists in my lifetime that have made me feel this way. Uh, Prince just has that special feeling in my heart. And I say that with all sincerity. Um, it's I'm still dealing with the loss. I'm never going to be over this one. I'm just not. And for those of you out there who are dealing with the same thing or wondering why we're feeling this way, I hope that this particular four-part special shed some light on this. So let's have some fun here. I set aside one last track when I pieced this whole thing together. And as I was going, I, I didn't know where I was going to go with it. You can go back and check the minutes on the history of Rock Strikes and know that that clip that's been getting around that people are finally seeing after 12 long years where I've been like, you have to watch this clip. It's got the greatest guitar solo ever on it. So a lot of people have finally woken up to that performance of While My Guitar Gently Weeps from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Great. I've played it on the show years ago. I don't need to play it again. You've heard it. You've watched it, hopefully, recently. So initially, I might have thought, eh, I'll throw that one on there at the end. It's a nice encore. But at the same time, you know, uh, I feel like at this point now, people know about it. So what's the point of me playing it here on my little show? So let's try this one. Closing off part four of four of our special tribute to the greatest artist of my lifetime, Prince.
From Indigo Nights, this is Whole Lot of Love.
Prince and his amazing band covering Led Zeppelin's Whole Lot of Love from Indigo Nights back there. I believe that's either the O2 Arena or the After Show. I'm not even sure. But he did this like run of shows back there in the late 2000s, around 2008 or so, and did like three or four weeks there or something like that. Crazy. Uh, but Whole Lot of Love. Bet you didn't know he covered that, huh? Eh? Yeah? Right. And I think a, a nice appropriate way to end our four-parter here on Rock Strikes 10. If you enjoyed this, tell a friend. I really do not feel any kind of need to hype this thing because I just feel like it's tacky, honestly. So if you enjoyed this, tell a friend because, yeah, I would appreciate it. Yeah, and uh, if you have any questions or opinions or just want to chat about the man, hit me up on the social media. I'm not hard to find. Rock Strikes 10 on Facebook. If you go to cnjradio.com, there's links to the Facebook, the Twitter, and every episode of Rock Strikes 10 ever. So go check that out. While I'm at it, I really want to say that cnjradio.com is a family, not only home to Rock Strikes 10, but home to Randy Brown, the Synaptic Podcast, a true alternative. Go check that out as well. And my CNJ Radio partner, Chris, extra special thanks to him. He's the guy behind the curtains most of the time, but he does some amazing work on the website. In addition to the blogging about Wrestling House Show and Last Theater on the left. So go to cnjradio.com for all of your entertainment purposes. And I want to thank all of you for tuning into these specials. They mean a lot to me. And let me know what you think. Extra special thanks to Pete and the guys from Spacebeard for the amazing outro. I play it on every show, and they deserve it. Go to facebook.com slash spacebeardband for more information and tell them that Rock Strikes 10 sent you. And most importantly, I really would like to thank Prince for the music, for the memories, and just for everything. You will be missed, but you will live forever. Until then, have fun.